That's not our theme music. That's not it. Nope. That's somebody else's theme music. <laughs> Off to a great start We're doing- already. Hey, uh, welcome to the 41st day of December <laughs> 2020. Um, let's get into it this week on Dropping oh Sunday. Gosh. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. (laughs) And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time on Dropping Sunday, let me encourage you to find another episode first (laughs) before you listen to this one. (laughs) Because you picked a doozy of an episode to join in for the first time. Uh, Just a couple of notes. Uh, We are a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. We're not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although that last one really, really could happen today. So again, if this is your first time, just pop on back a few weeks and listen to listen to last week's episode about small group. It was great. It was a great movie. Yeah. Um, also, yeah. if you're finding us in the future and um, you can go ahead and, I mean, whatever dystopian hellscape you found us in, <laughs> don't listen to next week's either. I'm just going to let it start. Yeah. Um, oh, my oh, goodness. Man. Um yeah, this is a podcast by <laughs> Christians for Christians, but you don't need to believe to belong. I do want to say that the thoughts and opinions of whatever happens today does not reflect any <laughs> church that we're a part of or anything. Um, just Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Um, Andrea, how's your heart? Oh, um, Seth, how's your heart oh, today? Um, <laughs> I'm not in a good spot, Andrea. I'm really not. Yeah. Um, Tell me about it. This has been, um, I'm actually going to use your word. Um, this has been a real craptastic week. Yes. Um, yes, it has. Just uh, with with lots of things that have gone on. Um, okay. I mean, here's the deal. This show, we try our best to have silly goose fun times. We really do. Mm-hmm. We try to dive in. We try to look at things. Um, you know, it's a semi-reverent look at at Christian pop culture. Uh, we we look at news things. We've tried our best to stay away from politics as best we can. Believe it or not, with everything that's going on this week, we're still going to try to stay away from the politics of it all because... Mm-hmm. Um, I want to look at the Christianity of it all because that's what I, I'm having a really hard time with today. Um, yeah. For those of you who did find us in a dystopian hellscape future, um, <laughs> this is pick up your machete. Yeah, and just keep keep on going. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised. Listen, I'm surprised this this Zoom that you found had this podcast <laughs> downloaded on it. I'm really surprised by that, but. Uh, this is the oh, Sunday man. that has fallen after um, radical domestic terrorist attempted a coup on the U.S. Capitol in the name of overthrowing the 2020 election. Hi, how are that? That doesn't sound real. Is are you sure that's not the the Babylon Bee headline um, that you're reading right now? Listen, I've honestly thought I don't. I can't. I'm not gonna. I don't think we're going to do a B today because none of this is at here. Let's just do this now. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Oh, man. And if you'll <clears> remind <throat> me, I'll play it again at the end. And we'll just say this whole thing is Babylon B. And then maybe we won't get in trouble for this. I don't know. Maybe not. But we're definitely going to. Andrea, um, what happened this week? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks. So. Um, yeah, actually, what what you said is is pretty pretty much right on. It was it was a a group of people that had gathered in D.C. at Donald Trump's urging um, to have a rally, and he basically incited them to violence and rioting at the Capitol building. Um, he s- says that he didn't, but I quite frankly don't believe him. Yeah. And they marched down to the Capitol and tried to break in uh, as as Mike Pence, uh, Vice President Mike Pence, was overseeing the certification of the electoral votes 
from the 2020 election where uh, Joe Biden was elected uh, to be the next president of the United States. And he was certifying that and all hell broke loose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, that's, and that's he, what happened. I, I, I feel like I failed to give everybody the proper warning. This is not going to be the show that uh, you're going to walk away feeling great from because mm. um, like, I, I just, I, I cannot get in the right headspace. And so I just want to apologize to all the potterishners. Uh, those of you who who do frequent a a gathering of uh, in, uh of the church when when a, occasionally a good pastor will come up and say I have a broken heart this is not the this is not the sermon I'm going to make jokes or pop culture references this is a family conversation and um yeah. we need to deal with some stuff um these are never fun sermons for the pastor to give and they're never fun sermons yeah. for the congregation to hear, but they're necessary. And we are, I honestly, Andrea, I'm just going to tell you, I honestly thought let's not even do a show this week. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I honestly thought let's not do a show. I don't know how long this show is going to be. Um, <laughs> I, I would like to end it right now if we could, <laughs> but, um, but, but here is, um, here's where we're at. This is, what four years of idolatry looks like. Mm. And this is my problem is that the cult of the right wing evangelical church and understand what I'm saying. I am not saying Mm -hmm. that everyone who is in an evangelical church is part of a cult. I'm not saying everyone who's on the right is part of a cult. I am saying that there is a cult of people who no longer worship Jesus because they worship their own political agenda. This is idolatry. This is not okay in the body of Christ. And this is what hurts my heart. And I've had people call me. I've had people literally, literally call my phone and tell me that when I make fun of Donald Trump, that it makes me look small. And I'm sorry, I have to say, I'm okay making fun of people's idols. <laughs> because yeah. anything less than Jesus is worthy of being made fun of. It is Yahweh only. And when pe- people have put their faith and their trust into the Republican Party, into the Democratic Party, into, uh, you know, six years ago, Obama, uh, uh, here recently, mm-hmm. it's been Trump. Whenever you put your faith in into something else that is not the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you are in sin, and mm-hmm. this is where you don't want to hear that. Like that's why, like I said, this is not going to be a fun ser- a fun sermon today. You're not going to hear all the jokes <laughs> and laughs and hahas. But it is at the yeah. end of the day, there has been an idol that has been placed, and this is what happens when someone tries to hurt your idol. You get violent. You, and if you have a whole bunch of people who want to keep that same idol alive, it starts a war. Look in the Old Testament. Look at the prophets of Baal. When Baal gets defeated, what do they do? They rip their clothes. They scream. They cry. And what do they? then what do they do? They fight the people of God. Yeah. I'm not saying that the Senate or the House of Representatives—I'm not saying Congress is the people of God. What I'm saying is, is that these are people who love one man more than they love their country and definitely more than they love their God. Yeah. So that's, so let's start there. How's that? Is that a good place <laughs> well, to start? Andrea? Let, let me, let me say this first of all, um, just by, by nature, by personality, Seth is a little more fatalistic than yeah. I am. Yeah. A hundred percent. This is hundred <laughs> percent. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. It's just the truth. Um, that's okay. We need both kinds. Um, you shouldn't let me so, start it. You shouldn't let me start. You should have started. No, no, that's the thing. I'm coming in after because I think that there is a chance. No, I don't just, I, I believe that there is hope at the end of this. I, I know that this week has been tough. <laughs> Trust me. I understand. And I know that that watching the events of Wednesday unfold, for some people, there was a sense of self-righteousness that overtook them. 
For other people, there was a sense of despair. And for some people, they just watched it kind of neutral. You know, they they didn't like what they were seeing, maybe. They didn't agree with it. But also it didn't it didn't send them into a pit of despair either. So I'm guessing <laughs> that we probably have some listeners in at least two of those three groups, maybe all three of those three groups. But let me tell you something. There, there is, there's hope. Because my Bible says that the government shall rest on his shoulders, his being Jesus. It doesn't say that Jesus rests on the government of the United States. It doesn't say that Jesus rests on the government of any other country in the world. Because what I think a lot of these people that we have seen on TV this week have seemed to seem to have forgotten is that there are other countries in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that America yeah. is not the only country. Nope. So let me tell you, it doesn't matter what country you come from, it doesn't matter what government you are currently living under, that government rests on the shoulders of Jesus right now. And that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm saying there is, I'm having a spiritual conversation, not a political one. Absolutely. And so like, that's why like, if you feel like I'm I'm attacking Trump, I'm not. My my issue is not really that much with I mean I've got issues with Trump. We we don't have to no, get into totally. it. We can there there's yeah. fine. My issue is with the church. My issue is with the fact that 2 days after that event happened to see white evangelicals say I don't understand how people can call themselves Christians and not vote for Trump. 2 days yeah. after all of this stuff has happened. And it's like, you're missing the point. Yeah. You're absolutely missing the point. The reason that they cannot vote for Trump is because look what happened. Look what he does. Mm -hmm. Um, As of right now, uh, Trump has been banned from Facebook. He's been banned from Twitter. Um, Parler is shut down for the moment. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently Apple, Apple has started. uh, So people who are maybe trying to access uh, parlor or uh, parlay, parlay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on an Apple device. Uh, Apple is limiting yeah. your access yeah, to that I'm- particular uh, platform. So if you're wondering what's going on, that that is at the time of this recording. Yeah. At the time of your listening, that may not be the case anymore. Um, you're, listen, at the yeah. time of your listening, does your machete still work? That's all you need to know. I- just sharpen it and get back out there, you guys. But here, here's the thing. Like, part yeah. of, like when I saw that, I thought the exact same thing when I saw Lindsey Graham, when I saw uh, speak out against uh, Trump after, after all the, the, the nonsense. The same thing that I saw when Betsy DeVos decided to resign 13 days away from the end of her term. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, you knew who the guy was. Twitter, I don't give you any credit for deleting his Twitter account. I don't give you credit for that at all because you've been ne- dealing with this knuckleheads nonsense for years. And so now that it's, you know, two weeks before the end of his term, you're going to delete him? No, you're a hypocrite. If you're resigning from office because of, oh, what happened? Like, nothing that happened this week is really that much different than the violence that happened down in Charlotte. It's not that much different, except for this one was a coup on the seat of government. This one could be called treason. The other one were just hate crimes, but it was all caused by the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm getting heated. I'm getting. This is why I did not want to do the show tonight, because you're you knew what (laughs) you knew what you were dealing with, but now you want to resign because you only have two weeks left. That's like somebody saying, "Oh, I'm quitting my job. I might as well take vacation the last two weeks." Nobody cares about that. That how you leave a job is way more important than how you, what you do in that job. And if they're like leaving their job because, "Oh, I don't like the way this feels anymore," no, you're doing it because you've gleaned out of the fields of this of this guy for the past four years, and now he's given you a reason to where you can br- hopefully have a clean break. Nah, screw that, dude. Live up to what you did. I supported this guy and I still do. Just do it. 
my heart is the same as his heart. Just say that it is. Don't try to be like, oh, I'm, I'm so offended now. No, you're not. You're a hypocrite. Bald-headed women. No, I would just start going into prophecy. <laughs> was it Obadiah starts talking about bald-headed women? I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, man. Listen. Listen. Give, give me something goofy or something. I don't know. Read a tweet. No. How's Tom Arnold doing with Beth Moore this week? Yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, there hadn't been a whole lot of Beth and Tom uh, happening this week. Uh, shocking, I know. I would, I, I would um, watch CBS for a TV show called Beth and Tom if it was Beth Moore, I, Tom Arnold. I mean, I'm just, I may tweet that to Beth and just see what she says. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to, I do want to read a tweet from from Beth Moore. I, ha- I have some things from the internet oh, that I want to, I want to read. Like I okay. would just throw yes. something out there. Really? No, I really do. Okay transition queen here how i yeah well these aren't necessarily funny these are just some thoughts this is i want to i want to point i want to point towards something okay okay so on wednesday during the uh attempted coup of the capitol building which by the way can we talk about the number of americans who don't know the difference between the spelling of capitol building and capital of the United States. Can we just yeah. talk about that? Uh, T-O-L yeah. at the end is the building. T-A-L is the city. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to help you out because some of you are grown Americans and you should know the difference. Also, English is a weird language. And also, I, I, I'm, I'm looking more at like capital, like money, um, which is a different thing. That's a different thing, but spelled the same as the city. So yeah. there you have it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay. Go ahead. So during that attempted coup on Wednesday, there were people standing there that had flags that had different things written on them. Yep. Uh, some said, make, uh, keep America great or make America great again. You know, uh, Donald Trump's catchphrases. Uh, there was one flag that had a something from the Mormon church I was reading about today. There were flags that had the Jesus fish, the yep. Ichthys, yeah. sure. uh, with the name Jesus on it. And this is what Beth Moore tweeted. And she said, I don't know the Jesus some have paraded and waved around in the middle of this treachery today. They may be they may be acting in the name of some other Jesus, but that's not the Jesus of the Gospels. So let me tell you, if you were watching on Wednesday and you saw the name Jesus being waved around and you thought, that's not a Jesus I want to know. That's not the Jesus I know either. Yeah. He's not. Let me tell you about the Jesus I know. The Jesus I know is bigger than what happened on Wednesday. The Jesus I know is bigger than this country, bigger than this world. He's big enough and strong enough (laughs) to overcome what happened this week in America. And (laughs) I know, I know it's easy to watch and feel hopeless. I know that it is. But what happened on Wednesday was not a surprise. Not only because the person who incited that and the people who were foaming at the mouth ready to be incited to do that, not, not, it's not a surprise because they were building up to that for days, weeks, months, years. Let's be honest. One of my favorite tweets that I saw was, well, that escalated slowly over four years. I mean, listen, you guys, this this is not a surprise. I I follow some Trumpers and QAnon people and conspiracy theorist people on different social media platforms because I want to know what they're saying. I don't believe in what they're saying. I don't agree with what they're saying, but I, f- I follow it. And they have been posting things about... January 6th, 2021, for weeks. This is not, this was not a surprise. Yeah. But also, this was not a surprise to God. Right. We, he knew, he knew 
that things like this were going to happen. He knew that government and the love of power and the intoxication of power corrupts people. He knew he knew that. He knew that sin, that when sin came into the world, it opened the door for things like this to happen. Yeah. So it's not a surprise. I don't know about you. That gives me hope. That that helps me. That helps my heart. That gives me something to look toward because God is bigger than America. <laughs> like I people have become so small their world has become so small they don't see anything outside of the borders of this country and i just want you to know there's a bigger world out there there just there just is A little friendly reminder from uh, from Boys in the Sink. That is uh, Veggie Tales boy band. Boys in the I Sink. Their little remake oh, on God is bigger man. than the Boogeyman. Um, you're welcome. I didn't think I was going to have any drops this week. Here you go. You got there. You go. We do have fun stuff to listen to. I guess so. Um, you know, you said you said you know you said my Jesus. I'm. Can I, I'm gonna. I want to describe one thing about my Jesus just real quick, if I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have my permission. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, Jesus led the most successful underground revolution of all time. Okay, is that? I mean, can I, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a. I don't think that's a bold statement. Even no. if you don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, you cannot change the fact that Jesus was the leader of a huge underground revolution that's changed yeah. the world. Okay. So maybe if you want to like have a whole revolution, ooh, ooh, do you want a revolution? Um, maybe <laughs> if you. Up. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, Kirk Franklin. Um, if you want that, maybe you should just kind of maybe see what he did and how he treated people and maybe yeah. what was so radical about what he did. Um, he, uh, he loved people that he shouldn't love. And the people that, Every uh, that everybody told him to hate, he served. So um, the conservatives of the day uh, were really upset with him for his, his liberal socialist ideology. They they were really, really upset with him about that. And uh, even so much that like one of the zealots that followed him mm-hmm. um, decided to try to get violent during an overthrow. And and Jesus looked at him and was like, hey, um, Simon, um, please put the sword away, because if you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword, which means like if all you ever think about is violence, violence is the only thing that's ever going to come to you. And that's yeah. not the gospel that I've been teaching this entire time. And then he lifted up the Roman guard, the oppressor's ear, and healed the Roman guard in an act of love as he was being taken away to be crucified for his sins. So literally, you know, day, <laughs> days before everything happened, here he is um, yeah. showing what a real revolution should be like. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's my challenge. is. <clears throat> please put down the idols, break, mm-hmm. break the idols, break the yoke of the idol that's around you. It, if you, if you still, if what I have said has offended you, good. First because, of all, because good. <laughs> if, if I've gotten on your nerves, that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
it's okay because nerves are part of your flesh and your flesh is supposed to be dead. So if something gets on your nerves, it means that there's part of your flesh that isn't dead yet. And so that's just a sign from the Holy Spirit that that's part of your flesh that needs to die. Yeah. So if I've gotten on your nerves, there's probably an idol that's somewhere sitting there. Uh, go ahead and deal with that. And then let's start a revolution. Let's actually start a revolution and love people that we're not supposed to love. Can we do that? It's really hard for me because right now the ones that I'm like, Jesus loved the Samaritans. He, he loved the, the, the tax collectors. He loved the, the hookers. He loved, you know, the drunkards. Um, these are the people that he loved and the Pharisees hated him for it. And right now I'm in the place where it's like, I'm having a hard time loving the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus came and he called sinners to repent of their sin, and he called religious people to repent of their religion. And if you've turned in your relationship with Jesus Christ for a religion that's based in your political beliefs, um, you're not doing it the right way. Jesus is not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's not an American. and, And we have to let all of that go and love each other. And if we start there, then the nonsense of like what happened on January 6th won't happen again. But don't you dare put Jesus's name on a flag. Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. You're, the fact that they're even on the same flag, it means that, you, that Jesus isn't really your savior. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, there's, a, there's a priority change that needs to happen. My, my problem isn't Trump. My problem is the church that did not call him out for his nonsense for the past years, that has stood by it. And now, honestly, the people who are still being like, well, it was Antifa, it was BLM. Let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that woke up on Thursday surprised that they were part of Antifa Mm -hmm. because they hate them. And now that's what they are because they're the ones that did that. that. That's not the way this works. Like you can't. We can't just say everything's a conspiracy theory except for the things that are true. Like, you can't do that. It's true. It's true. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. So let me. Give me more hope. I'm sorry. Let me give you, let me give you some more hope. Okay. Okay. This is the yin and the yang of uh, of this show. It totally is. I'm going to let you vent and then I'm going to come in. I'm the black fish. You're the white fish. (laughs) I love it. Okay. I read this. Yesterday, well, yeah, from Anne Voskamp. Do you know who that is? I know, I know Voskamp. Yeah, she wrote this. I won't read the whole thing because it's like ten pages, ten slides sure. on Instagram. It's too much. Um, but first of all, Wednesday, January sixth was the Epiphany. Do you know what that is? Yes, Three Kings Day. Yeah. It's the day that believed that the three wise men followed the star to the feet of the God King, Jesus. And Anne had an epiphany, and it is so good, you guys. It's so good. Like, please, please listen. If you don't listen to anything else in this episode, listen to the next couple of minutes. And then. I, I want I will share this because I want you guys to read this. I want you to read it and really let it get into your heart. She she met a man one time on the other side of the world, so not from America, who said, You have to come into the king's presence before you can go out into the king's world. And she said the day after what some call epiphany, she said, I'm having an epiphany of my own. Before we can go out into the world, we have to come into his presence. And day after day of coming into the king of kings presence, you come to realize you're pledging allegiance to this king of the upside down kingdom who aligns himself with those who are pressed down with those who are crying for justice in the streets. You come to realize the king of kings mandate is never one country first but that those who choose to go last will ultimately be first. Mm. 
The king of kings is never for one country, but for one kingdom. The king of kings doesn't align with one national party, but he aligns all of his people into one global church. The king of kings is about every nation, every tribe, and every tongue pledging allegiance to one banner of self-sacrificing, cruciform love. And allegiance to the way of Jesus means that godly ends never justify ungodly ways. When Christians believe pledging allegiance to a national leader can save their vision of the world, that is no longer Christianity, that is nationalism, and it's cloaked idolatry. When one's flag-waving Christianity could not possibly translate to Rwanda, Haiti, the Philippines, or Aruba, it's no longer Christianity, that's nationalism. (laughs) When one's Christianity more readily links arms with supremacists than with believers of different nationalities or with believers who supported different political parties. That's not Christianity. That's nationalism. And it's self-harm against the body of Christ. Okay, this part right here. Faith. I'm skipping some, just so you guys know. Well, listen, if if what you're skipping is the gold that you just said, don't skip it. (laughs) But if you need to jump ahead, you have permission. Go ahead. I I have a lot. I have a lot that I want to share. I want you to read all of it. I'll send it to you. But I want to hit just some high points. Faith that is more hungry for power than caring for the hungry isn't a faith that follows Christ. Faith that is intoxicated with power has never drank Christ's cup. When Christians make an idol out of nation, they make an altogether false Christ. (sighs) Genuine followers of Jesus do care about politics, not because they care about gaining power, but because they care about helping the people who are disempowered. Paul and Luke, Nicodemus and David prove power is never about self-interest, but for caring for the interest of others so they know God is interested in them. True Christianity is never rooted in state power, but in the saving, serving, sacrificing power of Christ. The Jesus of the Bible isn't about striving after worldly power, but about sacrificing for worthy principles. The Jesus of the Bible rejects all forms of supremacy as a demonic stain on true Christianity. The Jesus of the Bible calls us to submit to our national governments and call out national idolatry, to pray for our leaders, never let any leader lead us away from living the humble, sacrificial way of our only leader. When we pledge allegiance to the King of Kings, we don't think the other side should cease to exist, but believe we actually exist to love everyone so well that they see Jesus inside of us and long to have him touch the wounds in their sides too. The real good news is that anyone born anywhere on the planet can have citizenship in the one true Christian nation in the world. The Ecclesia, to be the ones who are called out of this world into the Ecclesia, the global church that is without borders, without racism, without idolatry, without enemies, without flags, because the only banner over us is the love that reconciles God and humans in a healing communion of transformation. And because our citizenship is in heaven, we as the Ecclesia, the Bride of Christ, who will be from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, will one day stand before our Bridegroom Christ. We can do nothing less than to begin to about that ushering in his new kingdom now through racial justice and reconciliation, through cruciform immigration and refugee care, through a robust womb-to-tomb consistent pro-life ethic, not because it's political, but because this is what it means to live cruciform and biblical. Christ followers believe the true way to fight the dark is not with outrage, but with outreach. Let me put it this way. This is Andrea talking. This is not Andrea reading Anne. If your gospel, if what you're fighting for only affects the people who live in this country, or the people who look like you, who act like you, who sound like you. If your gospel, and I'm not talking about 
nationalism. I'm not talking about America. I'm talking about the gospel of Jesus Christ. If your gospel cannot reach outside of the borders of America, it's not the true gospel. If you only think that Jesus died for the people who live in your community, you're wrong. The gospel is bigger than what you think. Open your eyes, open your mind, and open your heart to see that the world is a bigger place than America. And as Christians, as Christians, not American Christians or Christian Americans, but as Christians, we have to have a world view. We have to. I'm not saying you have to go on a mission trip to another country. I'm not saying that. But you have to have a worldview where the gospel of Jesus Christ reaches further than your street, reaches further than your country. You have to. You have to. Otherwise, you are disregarding the commandment that Jesus gave to us before he left this earth. You're ignoring it, and you're treating it as if it wasn't said. Your gospel has to be bigger than your country. It has to be. The good news is it's not too late. I don't care if you're five or 95. It is not too late. You can change your worldview right now. You can change it. You can say, that's right. You can, this isn't, Seth and I are not getting on here and condemning Trump. We're not. There, there have been plenty of things that we could condemn him for, but that's not what we're doing. We're getting on here and saying that as Christians, you have to see bigger. You have to have a bigger worldview. I don't know how else to say it. I feel like I'm just repeating myself. Help me out here. Okay. I mean, listen, it was, it's, it's gold. By the way, guys, this is a free podcast. You're not having to pay for that. What you just got, all that gold, <laughs> it, it was free. Um, let, let, me, let me just also, I just want to point out that there is a biblical precedent for people to get this wrong. Yes. Okay. Um, Peter and Paul got into a full-on argument over nationalism. Mm-hmm. Like, read the book of Acts, guys. It's, it tells a lot yeah. about church history. But they get into a full-on argument over nationalism, and they start getting, like, people are getting rebuked and called out and all this stuff. And, and it's okay because everybody gets it wrong. And yeah. there, are, there are parts of my gospel that are smaller than Jesus. Yeah. And, and that, that's okay. That, that's okay. I am not saying that I... I'm the perfect Christian. I'm by far right. I'm not saying that my view of the gospel is what everybody else should attend to. God is so much bigger than that. But yes. what Andrea is, is so rightly said is that your the gospel of Jesus Christ goes beyond the borders of your worldview. Yes. They go beyond the borders of the, of, of the nation that you're a part of. They go beyond your church. Hey, guess what? There's other churches out there that don't believe exactly the same as you that are still part of the kingdom. They go beyond mm-hmm. your friend circle. There are other cliques out there that you don't like and that don't like you that still love Jesus and Jesus still loves them. This is the way that this works, right? Right. It is whenever you say that other people, what I've said it a hundred times, I think on this podcast, I've said it a hundred times. If you idolize, then you will demonize. There is no other choice. The only, the only flip side of idolization is demonization. And so if you're demonizing people, it's because of your idolatry. And it's, yeah. guys, you're not the first one to be there. You're, you're, you're not, I'm not. But I love what you were talking about as far as like the idea of the, the flags. The flags wear me out. Can I, can I just be honest? I yeah. do a lot of driving, okay? Recently, I've been doing a lot of work kind of in South Central Texas, kind of in no man's land between Houston and San Antonio. It's about a five-hour drive from, from Dallas-Fort Worth. It's awesome. And I'm on these lots of two-lane highways, and I see a lot of these 
flags, flagpoles, where it has the American flag and then it has a Trump flag right underneath it. I'm talking about this week I saw that. A lot. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't understand why the flags are still flying. The guy lost. It doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> but, um, but, but okay, it's still up. Guys, can we, like 20, 2021, whenever it gets here, because we're still in 2020, I'm absolutely we determined to believe to be. that. Um, 2021, I, the word for 2021 might need to be Jehovah Nisi. Mm. Can we make Jesus our banner again? Our banner. Can yeah. we make his name be the one that flies high? Can we, can we have that one be at the top of the flagpole? Can, can we maybe yeah. not associate any other banners and maybe just let Jesus be our banner? Maybe, maybe we see where Jesus is and we think of like the, the old school, like in, in battles, the way that people knew where the front line was is that they would look for the flag. Mm-hmm. They would look for the banner. And like when, when Joshua was, was, uh, was, was walking and he sees, he sees Jesus, he has a Christophany and he goes, Who, whose side are you on? Ours or theirs? And Jesus looks at him and goes, neither. I'm, I'm the, I'm, I'm the commander of the Lord's army. Like, yeah. You're, you need to be on my, maybe, maybe we look and we see Jesus, where are you? Can I, mm. can I fight on your side of the battle? And can your enemies be my enemies? And can your friends be my friends? And yeah. can we maybe stop trying to form Jesus into our image? And maybe, maybe we get on his side of the line. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's the word for the year is that, can we have Jehovah Nisi be our banner? So all Absolutely. men may know that will see the truth and know that he is the way. I mean, mm-hmm. without having to do the silly three claps, I think that that song maybe need to come have a comeback. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, I want to see Jesus lifted high. Just look it up. It's fine. We're not going to play it's it right. now. You'll, but you'll but be that's, good. That, that, that's where my, like I said, I mean, I, I joke around about this dystopian hellscape that we're living in, but. <laughs> the I'm the pessimist and 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 Andrea is the the one that brings hope and and I and I get that but here's the thing is that the real hope is Jesus. He's the one mm-hmm. that fixes all of this. And I know that this is like you don't have to believe to belong. If you don't believe, this is the time. I'm okay with that. I know yeah. we say that we're not trying to get you saved, we're not trying to tick you off. Either one of those could happen and we would love to hear about it. Um, yes, we would. You can engage your <laughs> outrage, but also you can let the God of the angel armies engage your heart. And and and, yeah. and this is not going to be an episode that people even get this far into it. We're 45 minutes into this episode about, right? Mm-hmm. People turned me off way long ago when I, when I was ranting about stuff. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. That is all the, right. Real parishioners know that the fun stuff happens in the last 20 minutes. All of <laughs> totally. them Totally. Oh, do they're hanging on? They're I know they on. are. So th- this is, I, I don't know. That's just where I am right now. Like, mm-hmm. again, this isn't an anti-government thing. This isn't an anti-party mm-hmm. thing. This isn't even an anti-president thing. This is an anti-idolatry thing. This is yeah. a pro-gospel thing. And this is a, like, honestly, it's a call to like, can we please put all this aside? Um, yeah. And and if you are still trying to like make excuses for why this happened, that's a good sign that there's an idol in your life that you've made yeah. this an idol. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think my favorite part of what Ann Voskamp wrote was when she talked about you have to come into the king's presence before you can go out mm. into the king's world. If you think that you can withstand all of this stuff on your own, let me tell you, you're wrong. Yeah. You have to go into the king's presence before you can go out into the world. <clears throat> so if right now you're thinking, what, is, what are my next steps? Let me tell you, go into the king's presence. Let him fill you up. Let him direct your um, social media posts. Let him direct your words. Mm. 
Let him direct your thoughts and your actions. I'm feeling attacked. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Let him do that. Go Before you go out into the world, go into the king's presence. And can I tell you something? Pastor Dan says this a lot when he's preaching one of those messages that we talked about at the beginning of, of the show, where we, that are the, those sermons that are hard, you yeah. know. I am preaching this to myself as much as anyone. Because there have been multiple times this week that I've had to stop myself from posting on social media out of self-righteousness. There have been. I'm not going to lie. And just because I didn't post it didn't mean that my heart wasn't in the wrong place. Didn't mean that I wasn't feeling that self-righteousness and wearing it as a filthy rag. Because I was. I was. So I am saying this to myself. I have to spend time in the king's presence before I can go out into the king's world and expect to conduct myself as a true follower of Christ. All right. Well, all that, I want to say I do feel a bit of attacked because I put a solid joke on the internets and I stand by it to this day. <laughs> I said, um, yeah, these protesters are wider than Pete Carroll's shoes. Now, for those of you who don't know who Pete Carroll is, look it up. Look up, just Google Pete Carroll shoes. There's a, there's Instagram feeds just dedicated to Pete Carroll's shoes. He's the he's the head football coach of the Seattle Seahawks, and his shoes are always gleaming white. Um, I oh, I had man. people call me out, call me a reverse racist, tell me that I thought all white people are terrible. I said I'm white and I'm pretty great, so I can't. Maybe my pride came in a little bit, but um. I do feel like it is also very important in light of what 2020 was to just also call it out that I literally watched the news broadcast live. I watched for seven minutes looking for one person of color and couldn't find it before I posted that. And, um, it was, it was a solid joke, but it was also commentary. Um, if, if you don't think that this thing was partially racially charged, you're wrong. Um, when you build a noose on the Capitol steps. Come on, you guys. Come on. Uh, Come on. This, this year, with, with, with Dropping oh. Sunday having been an advocate for people of color in a challenging time, um, if you think that what happened at the Capitol was the same as people protesting uh, during this summer, you're wrong. People uh, protesting over the summer, whenever, like in the middle of the day, when it was peaceful protesting and there were knuckleheads in there trying to start fights, look it up. There's videos of people surrounding them, holding them and walking them over to the police and saying, this guy isn't doing things the right way, arrest him and take him away. And then it wasn't until like, you know, bad things started happening. Yes. There was, there was people who were rioting, rioting, looting, those types of things. None of those happened in the Capitol. Oh, right. None of that. That is trying to overthrow a seat of government. That is treason. Guys, it's a big deal. Like, and so if you don't see them as being like different, then you're probably have your perspective wrong. And maybe, um, you know, you might want to check your idolatry. It's showing a little bit, tuck that back in. Um, are are you seeing what I'm saying? Like we have to address the racial aspect of it. Um, because when you wave the Confederate flag, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. Yeah. When you build you know. a noose on the Capitol steps, you know what you're doing. And so, you know. yeah. So I just, I just, as, as an ally for, for people of color, we got to call that nonsense out too. That's sin. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. And for that, to have one shot be on the news that has the Confederate flag and, Jesus on a flag in the same shot that that that's bad for your Jesus. Yeah. And if and if you're not offended by that I don't know that it's your Jesus. I'm just I'm just going to be honest. I don't I don't I don't think we worship the same Jesus at that point. So all right. Um <sighs> Oh, no, not the beast. Not the beast. Ah! 
Just kidding, guys. None of that happened. Ha 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 ha. Babylon B segment over. JK, LOL. Oh. Um, do I even have to ask what your not for me is this week? No, oh, you know what my not for me is. <laughs> fair, fair enough. And here's my not for me as well. Um, anything else that you want to cover before I push this button and we talk about how to get out of here? No, I, th- I think we've said it all. I don't, well, maybe not all, but enough. Which enough is plenty, plenty. Right? <laughs> enough. Well, that's a show. Um, I want to say yes. thank you to all the podrishners that are actually still listening this far into the show. Yeah. Um, hopefully we've said things that have challenged you. We've said things that have uh, offended you. Hopefully we've said things that uh, I, I honestly hope that it hasn't just been an echo chamber for people who already agree with yeah. us. I, I, if you like this and you think someone else could use it, send it to them um, and, and share the show. Um, this might be a good show to be like, Hey, here's some silly fun people that are not having a silly fun time because it's not a silly fun time and they're taking it seriously. And here's a different point of view. But if, if you feel like this is an echo chamber, um, and you feel like, uh, you didn't hear anything new, um, check your heart. There's probably an idol in there somewhere as well. Just saying, (laughs) just saying, I don't know. Oh, I don't have my script. So you're just going to have to like lead me onto the next thing. Yeah. Um, thoughts and opinions thoughts and don't opinions matter. Yeah. <laughs> not the same are not the final word. Yeah. Dear listener. No, they're not. Absolutely not. And they do not represent any church or business that we may be affiliated with. Please don't write my pastor. <laughs> yeah. Just. You know yeah. what? Write my pastor. I don't care. Go ahead. Um, he don't has no clue like, that this podcast mm, exists. Mm. <laughs> That. He has no clue that this podcast exists. That's fine. No, he doesn't know. No. He's walked in on us recording at least once, maybe twice. Still doesn't know. Go ahead. Still doesn't know what we're doing. So Sorry. it's okay. Um, yeah, don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have not been deleted off of those platforms as of yet. So that's good news. Well, that's probably because they don't know that we exist on those platforms either. No, no, they don't know. Here, here's people that don't know we exist. Our pastor, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter, most of podcast Inst- listening populations, Instagram, Instagram. These are people that just don't know that we exist. No, they don't know. Apple Podcasts barely knows that we're there. Um, yeah. Spotify, Pod- we're on. Podbean knows. Podbean knows because <laughs> they take my money. Um, <laughs> oh gosh, we're so we're almost out of music. So yeah, we'll oh, be yeah. back next week. Um, yes. Until then. This is Seth. This is Andrea. Uh, This is Dropping Sunday. (laughs) 